Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers for the entirety of the Reordinverse. What's up, guys? Hi. Welcome back to the Damn Snapper. This is episode 126. Jesus Christ. Leo Woo. Valdez and the Quest for Buford. It is a bonus episode. Yes. We're reading part three of the Demigod Diaries. Uh-huh. Story uh-huh. of the Throne uh-huh. of a Tress. We have not revisited this book Dose. since literally. No, second. <laughs> we haven't revisited this book for over 60 episodes. Well, we haven't needed to, and I yeah. didn't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, bonus yes. little episode. So this is a bonus episode, bonus content, and lots of emails. I'm so excited. Ugh, love emails. We do have lots of emails. We I'm literally have you four guys. emails. Woo! Yeah. So do you want to get into your thoughts about the the no. story, or do you want to go straight into emails? No, I'll do emails first. Okay, great. Okay, so our first one. Close to my computer. First one is from Amelia. <laughs> says, Hi guys, my name's Amelia and I'm a daughter of Athena, I think, to be honest, I'm not really sure. And I'm from <laughs> Melbourne. I found you guys through Seaweed Brain. Slay. Slay. Uh, and I've spent the last few months trying to catch up and I finally caught up just when the trailer for Heroes of Olympus came out. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know how much I love the pod and I'm now realizing this email probably won't be read until the start of Son of Neptune. <laughs> oh well. Anyways, I love you guys so much and adore your chaotic energy. Okay, see you. Bye. Cute after music. Ah, cute. Very Correct. cute. You won't hear this. You won't hear this until the bonus episode. <laughs> Bye, that's okay. <laughs> Thank you. That was very nice, Amelia. Um, Aww. yeah, shout out to Seaweed Brain for, yeah, they brought us like great. quite a few listeners. I love it. We love, we love Cutter and Erica. We love. Amazing. You've been on there a few times. Twice, I think, or three times. Yeah. Yeah. With your amazing content that you bring in and as well as there, of course. Amazing. I was just on this shit on Trials of Apollo and I feel like I was the only person on that episode who was actively not enjoying the book. <laughs> Everybody else was like, oh my God, I love it. I actually love this bit. And I'm like, mm. it's <laughs> Apollo, dig. We'll get there. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so thank you, Amelia. Amelia, that's very nice of you. Uh, then I'm going to get to the two next short emails because they're literally like one line yeah. each, one sentence before I get into the really big email that we got. So okay. the first email says, "Yeah, yeah, hi, Margot, Hades kid. Can you hurry up and get to Heroes of Olympus?" <laughs> that was the whole email. And then oh, a so week later, just, I love the abbreviation for Heroes of Olympus. Is just whoo. <laughs> <laughs> And so then a week later, I got another email from Margot saying, yeah, hi, follow up from last week. Saw you posted a Lost Hero episode. I'd like to think it's because I yelled at you, but if not, thanks for the update anyways. It was funny. And I agree, Chiron is a useless (laughs) fuck. is a useless he fuck. is a useless fuck so thank you margo uh it wasn't because you yelled at us but you can go on believing that if that is yeah, the life you sure. want to live absolutely guess, like, we totally didn't record those episodes two months ago yeah so yeah guys but we love that for you if you've been keeping up with our content which was like the which second was nothing last, which was the second last thing that we posted being like so we're on a break because our house is still broken by the way it's not fixed <laughs> yeah it's going on three months it's been amazing yeah it's great love it Anywho, next, next email. Okay, so then this is the really long one. Yay. It says, hi, my name is Danica and I really like your podcast. Up, I have a few things to say which will probably result in a tangent. Okay. Point A. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was thinking that it would be amazing if one day there was a Rick Riordan Presents book about Aboriginal culture because I am Aboriginal. More specifically, I'm really hoping I don't butcher this name, Norengre, I think. I, anyway, I'm dyslexic, low-key, so not going to... Then she said, me. and Aboriginal cultures are the oldest living cultures. There are fish traps older than the pyramids. Slay! I know that, but that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Point B, I'm autistic and have done research on exactly how many characters would be autistic, purely so I can prove that the three characters that I like are autistic. Snaps. Love it. I'm loving it already. Yes. Which ones? Name drop. So there are roughly 100 demigods at Camp Half-Blood and maybe 750 at Camp Jupiter. That is... I didn't realize there was that many. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Well, they are an army. (laughs) So minus Frank, about 849 demigods have ADHD, because Frank doesn't have ADHD. (laughs) Um, And 60% of people who have ADHD are also autistic. So roughly around 515 demigods are autistic, which is roughly three of the seven. 
I think that Annabeth is autistic because she doesn't understand social cues. Love her, yes. Is extremely logical with things, Mm -hmm. is obsessed with architecture and will always talk about it. And she's also very stuck to what she knows and hates a change in routine. Love her. Yeah. I support all of these. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Makes perfect sense. I think Nico is also autistic because he has no idea how to be social or be a human. He's not part of the seven, though. When he was happy, all he did was obsess over myth and magic. Yep. (laughs) Before his trauma. Uh, And try and tell me that any... That if any of the children of the Olympians were, were autistic, it wouldn't be children of Hades and Athena. It would be. It would yeah, be. You're absolutely. Right. Because you're right. Hades himself is autistic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, <laughs> then, then, then Janika said, lastly, Hazel is autistic because she flaps her hands to calm herself down. Oh, stimming. We love. Oh, uh, love it. Uh, she loves animals and she's my favorite character and I'm projecting. Inika, <laughs> you go ahead and project. That, absolutely. If that's, you absolutely. That's fine. No, okay. I totally get that. Like, she feels so much, and then yet to calm herself down, I've, oh, that's cute. I love that. She's adorable. So then point C, when I hear you do your book book club things, I feel the need to say that when I was 11 years old, I read 100 books in August to raise money for charity, and I'm still very proud of that. Whoa! Danica, you should be. That, that's more than, hang on, well, if there's only 30, 31-ish days, however many there are in August, that's more than three books a day. Yeah! Are you okay? Shit, girl! Did you do anything else? Did you do anything else? <laughs> you take time off school? Like, that is like, crazy. What were you doing? That's all. When you were 11? Seriously, wow. 11, holy. Uh, it ta- I mean, I only read, the maximum that I've reached is like 170 books in a year. So 100 in a month is yeah, ridiculous. Holy hell, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Anyway, then she finished saying, uh, anyway, thanks for great. looking at this and making an amazing podcast. Tanika, you are welcome. Oh my god. You are so welcome. This was a lot of research that you put into this. That's beautiful. I did not realize there were so many demigods at Camp Jupiter. Yeah, bloody hell. What the fuck? Overpopulated. <laughs> <laughs> how many of them are full demigods and how many of them are legacies, though? That's oh, what I a lot of them would be legacies. But that's another thing. Just in general, <laughs> no one, no one did Camp Jupiter. Honestly, it's a tribute to Camp Half Blood for lasting so long against their army because there's only a hundred of them against seven hundred and fifty. I know it wouldn't be all of them. We'll just cap it at like four hundred. There'd be four hundred Roman demigods going up against the one hundred Greeks, and the Greeks held out for so long. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we think about it this way. Yes, our high school. Right, mm-hmm. there were. Just under 100 kids in my year. There were 40 in mine. No, no, no. There were just under 100 (laughs) kids in my year. And in the rest of the school, there was about sitting around the three to 400 range, not including my year. We went to a really small school. Really small school, right? (laughs) If it had been my year as seniors against the rest of the school, probably have a chance. What? Killing us? (laughs) Just absolutely. Everybody else. Well, yes, you'd be going up against 10 year olds. (laughs) That's not the point. I'll give you some credit, 12-year-olds. No, I feel like it could it could, it could, could happen. Maybe. I don't know, some pretty savage kids in my grade. They bit people. It was scary. We had at least... People got to question what kind of backward school we went to. At least, as you should. We had three biters. It was scary. <laughs> three biters. Oh, no way. <laughs> the three of us. Wait, three of us? Were you one of them? No! I said I could picture the three who it was, which wasn't Oh, me. I thought you said three of us, and I was like, so Joe, you're exposing yourself. No! I was, one of not, the bitey I was not a biter. <laughs> I ran away from them. Oh, that's so funny. There was a biter, and a few of them also would just for fun go up to you and dig their nails into your forearms for no reason. And you'd be like, what the actual fuck? Get off me! Some weird kids. <laughs> Rabid kids in your year. I say Jeez. that. They went on to a, a, a like an adult age that they were doing it. They were biting like, people? Yeah, it was like 15. They were, they were biting people. Oh my god. And you'd be like, take your medication. <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> oh my god. How have I never heard this? Oh, they kept it quiet. <laughs> this is crazy to me, Joe. This is absolutely insanity. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Anywho. Okay, so, Joe, what did you think of our little story that we're reading today? Oh, so pointless. 
thought it was kind of fun. I mean, it was fun and it was cute, sure, but I don't care. <laughs> okay, compared to all the other little stories that we've read, so like Bronze Dragon, Sword of Hades, Staff of Hermes, Singer of Apollo, uh, the one with the with Clarice. I don't remember what that one's called. Chariot something? Stolen Chariot, yeah. yeah. Compared to those ones, where does this one fall for you? I don't remember half of the ones that you just listed. So. <laughs> Diary of Luke Costello. <laughs> What happens in that one? The Diary of Luke is the one where um, Luke picks the lock on the old Athena demigod's house and there's got, like, the three creepy... It's one. It's when Annabeth's really little. Oh, the ghosts. Is that that one? What? No? No. Are there ghosts in the house? No. Oh. No, there's, like, all of these really creepy beasts that, like, don't appear anywhere else, but it's Talia, Luke, and Annabeth. Oh, yeah, that one gave me nightmares. <laughs> Not legitimately, but it made me uncomfy. <laughs> and they go into the creepy house and talk to the creepy guy. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Don't like the creepy. <laughs> so there's that one. The Staff of Hermes is the one where uh, they're on, where Annabeth and Percy are on their first date. And oh, that's Hermes, right. Like, he, like, interrupts and they Martha have to go. and what's his face? George. George. <laughs> they interrupt and they have to go. Um, is that the one where they fight a giant underneath the city or something yeah i think so yeah and then and then um, they get rewarded and get to go to paris yeah it's just the romance bits that i remember and then singer of apollo is the one where they have to go and find apollo's liar and ah, it's like, on it's grover's, grover's birthday, birthday. yeah and grover's not important uh the bronze dragon's the one with selena and charlie oh. and and percy and annabeth and it's during the capture the flag game yeah and they find festus yeah and right. like about to kill everybody Stolen Chariot from with Clarice and the two fear gods. And yes. then Sword of Hades is the best one. Yeah. And it's with Talia and Nico and Percy and they go down into the underworld. and they The big three kids. <laughs> yeah, that's the best one. That's where Bob's in that one. So where does Quest for Buford fall on the scale of those ones? What's it better than? Um, uh, none of them. So it's the worst one. Well, it doesn't have Percy or Annabeth in it, so it's I very don't true. care. It's very true. Because <laughs> I honestly don't care, so I'm like, all right. Yeah, no, for me it's the worst one, because it doesn't have the people that I'm interested in. Radio. Okay, and, for me it's not me, the worst one. to me it seems one. like a pointless story, so I'm like... For me it's not the worst one. I don't like Stolen Chariot, and I don't like Staff of Hermes, and I don't really like Singer of Apollo. So okay, yeah, so kind of I don't like bottom. Singer of Apollo either. I thought it was so-so. But I do like Bronze liked, Dragon, sort of Hades, I and Stolen Chariot, and it gave, um, Clarice, Clarissa, Clarice, Clarice. Man, why did I pronounce it like that? It gave Clarice a better. Oh, it was so boring. Story. Yeah, boring. They're. I mean, honestly, to me, they're all boring. <laughs> the only one that wasn't boring was the Sword of Hades and the creepy one. Oh, and I like the one that was creepy, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't boring. Catch on your toes. Yeah. Doesn't mean I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked Sword of Hades and uh, Diary of Blue Castellan and Bronze Dragon is like, I just like it because it's got like Beckendorf in it. Yeah. <laughs> I love Beckendorf. So, well, for me, it's sort of like it falls on the same level as all the other ones. The only one that's above, like they're all at the same level except for Sword, Sword of Hades. Hades. That okay. one's above. Okay, fair enough. So everything else is like, it's just there. <laughs> like, fair okay. enough, fair enough. Okay. If just thought I'd ask, you know. Yeah. Oh, the fan on my computer has decided to be the main character again. I really need a new computer. <laughs> you really, you really do. <laughs> I was actually looking at new computers the other day. Then I was like, maybe I'm just... Computer or laptop? Well, laptop. Okay. I still want to be able to take it places if I can. I just can't currently take this one anywhere. Or I should just go and get the battery fixed. That'll do it as well. Yeah. I can give that a go. <laughs> but then I was like, or I could just ask Joel if I could have her computer. Because you know you don't use it. It's my computer. <laughs> But it's still worth asking. My stupid brain's being possessive. <laughs> well, that's why I'm going like, Look at this piece of equipment that I like, never use. No, you can't. <laughs> it's worth me asking. Like the British Museum. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that last time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Man, I forgot I had that. Well, can I have it back? No. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> no, it's what you stole from me. Yes, well, I've had it for this long, though, so find this keepers. <laughs> Steal is keepers. Like Lily said last night, she's like 90% of the lore is possession or something. Yeah, pretty much. 
the Brits are just holding on to that. Yeah. Literally, they're possessing that law. <laughs> My God. Anyways, anyways, okay. So, <laughs> let's get into a little recap about this story, right? So, right. in this little short story, Leo has practically made a bomb in the middle of camp, and both <laughs> the diffuser and the backup diffuser are in the same place. Which, trapped, reckless. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Trapped in a walking table that has escaped because Leo pissed it off. Yeah. He's literally the antagonist of this story. So now, Leo, Jason, and Piper have to scour the woods to find said table before the camp is destroyed. And on the way to find the table, however, the trio comes across the reveling cult of Dionysus who just want to party and want to kill anyone who doesn't fit the vibe. Slay. Yeah, they've done nothing wrong. Well, <laughs> you've done nothing wrong in Isopreet. <laughs> I've done nothing wrong ever in my life. I know I this, this and, and I, I love you. Money, <laughs> <My> please. <laughs> I'm going to make it a meme and it's going to be party, please. <laughs> um, what? Okay, thoughts on this. Once again, okay, so, you know, uh, Leo is the antagonist of this story, but also he's the protagonist. Like, he did, he's also doing the most. So He's solving his own problems. I don't know why Piper and Jason... No, are they have no need for being there. I really don't know why they were. Honestly. Especially because Jason proved once again that he is completely useless. Completely useless! he couldn't even use the one power that he has. Yeah. So. And there's Piper actually helping out. Yeah. And being useful. But, like, not heaps, though. Because no. she, like, still hasn't got a control over, like, when she's... And you see, and this once again demonstrates to me why the fuck is Jason the leader? Because here's Leo coming up with all the plans and doing the most and yeah. doing all the work, and yeah, Jay- they all turn to Jason for answers. And yeah. whereas, and then Jason turns to Leo for answers and goes, yeah. all right, that was my idea that Leo just came up with. Group effort, guys! Yeah. Like, so it's... This story bug. is obviously I set... I seriously hate Jason so much. <laughs> this story is obviously set between Lost Hero and Son of Neptune, and this story is set around Christmas to mm. give us a sort of timeline of how long it's taking them to build this ship. Them, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the fastest cabin is helping a sure. little bit. But, but when all we know is Jason's doing nothing, and he's going, God, Leo's taking forever. When was <laughs> Lost Hero set, though? Lost Hero? Yeah. Well, a few months before that. <laughs> and when is Son of Neptune set? A few months after. <laughs> Super helpful. Thank you so much, Jay. I don't know. We'll find out when we open the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which reminds me. I need to message Emma. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Nope. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, it's <laughs> 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 um, I just... I don't, I can't even remember the line, but it was it was one line where I immediately was like, oh, so they haven't changed Jason's personality yet because he's still out here going, blaming Leo for being too slow. <laughs> and being like, God, Leo, you're not trying hard enough. And he's there like, I am almost single-handedly building this fucking ship for you. Yeah. For you to sit on. <laughs> I'm doing the most. Yeah. It was kind of like in um, Magnus when it was... Constantly half born doing all the chores <laughs> on the ship, and everybody's don't you dare compare my favorite one of my favorite characters in Magnus to one of my least favorite characters in Heroes. Okay. Don't you dare, but you don't, you, dare. you cannot say, like, honestly, because every now and then they'd be like, man, they're all like farting around on the ship, he's half born scrubbing the deck and doing all this crap to keep the ship pretty for them. Yeah, but Half-Born's not the kind of person to hold it against everybody else. Leo is. Leo does Leo hold it is, against. he's the kind of person to hold it against everybody. He throws everybody. a pity party. He does throw a pity party mm. in, like, the way of, like, you make me do too much labour. But, like, you I also do don't trust you to do any of it yourself. Labor. Yeah, it doesn't count if you don't delegate. Half-Born's doing it out of the kindness of his heart, and he's not asking... Also out of boredom. Out of boredom and out of... Also out of, like... I need something to distract myself. So that's what he's doing. Well, I mean, Leo also he is was a doing voyager, it. so he's like, I'm on a ship, I have to move. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Leo does it in a way of like, I don't trust anybody else to do it, but I'm going to resent you all for not joining in. Yeah. It's a toxic behavior. <laughs> it is. It's a toxic trait. <laughs> I hate him. So much. I praised him last episode, that's all you'll get. <laughs> I hate him now. He's terrible. Yeah. No, He's out here setting bombs in camp. I understand that he has ADHD, but he should have kept one of the syncopators in his tool belt. Yeah. Stupid head. And he said he had a safe that doesn't move. He should have put the spare one in there. Stupid head. A walking table? Dumbass. You dickhead. Fucking dumbass. A walking table table, table with emotions? (laughs) Idiot! (laughs) 
<laughs> he Leo honestly, emotions like, are unpredictable. He's like messing up. He's committing so many crimes in this book, in this story, right? And so I will say, crime, sure, it's because he's overexerting himself and he can't keep up. But that's also his because own fault. Because he's not delegating. It's his own fault because he's not helping. He's not letting anybody help. Yeah. No, he like, commits so many this crimes. This is supposed to be a team effort, and here you are being like, yeah, we're a team, but I'm doing the most. Being like, yeah, but if, well, tell me what I can do to help you. No, you won't do it right. Yeah. And I was like, well, then shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you work yourself stupid then. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but he commits so many crimes in this story. First of all, he's mean to Buford by polishing him with Windex. It's a wooden table. Literally. Who the fuck would ever want to be polished Hello? with Windex? That's Windex. crime number one. That's for glass. Stupid. <laughs> and for Greeks. Oh, you don't get that reference? No. Oh, okay. What's the reference? The reference is from My Big Fat Wedding. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. I've seen the second one. Oh. I haven't seen the first one. Oh, it's in the, well, the joke's in the second one too. Oh, I was paying attention then. <laughs> no, it's that they use Windex to fix everything. Oh. Lol. <laughs> you got like a door that's like squeaky, put Windex on it. <laughs> you got like nail polish that won't come up, Windex. That's <laughs> literally everything. The only joke. And it's funny because they're Greek. <laughs> the, the, only joke, the only joke I remember from that movie is when they go to take a photo, all the ladies, they have each other's necks. <laughs> yeah. They like pull each other's necks back. And you go, ready? One, two, three. <laughs> it's a funny movie. Yes. And I like that it's either Nat Wolf or. Or Nate Wolf? No, it's Nat Wolf. Got no, me. I don't know. One of the Wolf brothers, brothers is in that one. Who? Oh. The same. The same Wolf brother that's in um, Jumanji. The boy, curly head boy. Oh, him. Yes, yeah. he's also in Hereditary. I haven't seen that. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> scary. Oh God, Joe! Don't you know me at all? Sorry, I didn't know he's in it. Scary movie. Scary for me. So scary. Guys, I can't even watch Fresh. Like, it made our little brother cry. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was watching it by himself. He got halfway through it and then he came downstairs and just started bawling his eyes out. Sitting on the couch, we were like, what's wrong with you? Is that there? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, I was going to say, just, I would remember that. No. He, I would be teasing him I, until... I, wait, which, was, oh, okay. Little brother, brother was like so bawling his eyes It out. wouldn't be the one between us then. No, no. Oh, okay. It's the one below me. Ha! Loser. <laughs> <laughs> He's taller than you. I know. Stupid to get <laughs> <laughs> But I'm on I'm the big big. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho. Yeah. No, he started, he got halfway through, had to stop watching, and then came downstairs for some, because we were watching, like, Friends or something. Right. For some light-hearted viewing, and then was just, like, sobbing on the couch. We were like, what's wrong with you? And he went, really scary movie. And it was like, <laughs> weird though. Stop watching him. <laughs> what a loser. It was so weird, though. I was like, okay. I'm just going to leave you there. <laughs> you being like, I'm not about to, like, no, comfort you. Uh-uh. You're <laughs> like not going to go out of my way to make you feel better. <laughs> like, <laughs> allergic to that kind of <laughs> closeness. Yuck. Ew. And with him, he's grotty. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's Leo's first crime. The second crime is that it's Christmas and he's talking about how he would rather be playing pranks on everybody like he used to do in foster homes. One of the pranks that he wants to play on people is to put tacos in their socks. What? Crimes. War crimes, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> tacos in the... He literally said... said in the book? Yeah. He literally said that, like, he, like, likes to spike... Not spike people's eggnog. It's, it's something about their eggnog, and then he likes to leave tacos in people's socks and sleeping bags. What the fuck? War crimes, Leonidas. What the fuck? What? Yeah. You weirdo? Yeah. There's a reason he has no friends. Like, yeah. I would fucking hate that. Do that and I'll rip your tongue out. Like, I literally, like, like as soon as I read that line, I was like, I knew there was a reason I didn't like him. Because like, if somebody did that to do me. Do you know how anal I am about my bed? If anybody who's near, well, of course you do. L- listeners, you have no idea how anal I am about my bed. Do not If I just look at bed. it, Joe's like on edge. I am on edge. Don't go near it. It's from a lifetime of my bed is my only personal space in my house. Like, because we didn't have our own, like, we didn't get our own rooms growing up because there wasn't enough. We had to share a room. I had to share a room all the way up until I was 16, until people started moving out <laughs> because they were old enough to. Nice throw it up. Let's move on. <laughs> Anywho, don't touch my bed. <laughs> you need to tell I'm thinking about it. The door's closed. <laughs> Get a cranky thing about it. I'm, I will throw it up. Get out of my room. 
I'm visually, I'm visually in Joe's room and she can't handle it. Get out of my bed! I can see the skin literally crawling. Get your brain out of my bed! No, it's comfy. <laughs> I'm snuggling in, can you tell? No, I don't like it. <laughs> and I don't have socks on, so I'm really digging my feet in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like people touching the outside. I'm getting better at it, but I still don't like That's it. True. I did come and attack your toes this morning. Yeah. I definitely can't do on the inside, but I'm getting better at people sitting on, on top of the blanket. No, you're not. <laughs> I said better. It used to be, look at it, and I will go rage cage. Now it's like, okay. Okay. It is not. It is kind no, of. No, it's not. I know I'm better. No. Let me gaslight myself. In the last week, I've done it like three times, and every single time you've been like, no, and literally <laughs> left straight away. <laughs> yeah. So you're a complete liar. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> don't know my man. So I'm going to die alone, guys. I can't share it, man. It's my space. Oh! <laughs> You'll have to buy them a pull-out couch or something. I ain't gonna. They have to... <laughs> You know in the office when it's Michael sleeps on the ottoman <laughs> at the end of the bed? That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Get out of my bed. Uh, you just tell people that you're like a sleep kicker or something. <laughs> I will deck you in your sleep. Yeah, and either you'll never get any rest next to me. It either needs to be gigantic enough that I still have my own space within yeah. our shared space. Yeah. Or, yeah, you have your own bed and don't touch me. Slay. Oh, God, I'm going to die alone. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, he is leaving tacos in people's socks. Oh, God. It's unforgivable. Cancelled. Fuck off. Unforgivable. Can't deal with you. Yeah. And then he's, like, as he's talking about this, he's, like, complaining about all the things that he doesn't get to do at camp that has bonded everybody else together because he's all alone working on the ship. He put himself in that situation. One of the things that he says that everybody else gets to do is, like, he's talking about chariot races, the lava wall, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, Tareem fighting. And I'm like, is that new? Tareem fighting? Well, Tareem is, like, the warship's. That's what a terrain, 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 that's what that is, a dry ream, terrain, that's what that is. And so now they're fighting? Like, first of all, when did we get any? Yeah. Second of all, when are we fighting them? Can I have one, please? Did that come about after Percy left or before? Because he would body that shit. Yeah, like in ships and stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's the winner immediately. Maybe that's why they were like, Percy's gone, let's do something that he doesn't have an advantage in. It's like extreme canoe fight. That's what it is. So funny. No one body all of it be like, Percy, you can't play. You have to be the referee. He would have to be. He'd have to be like the medic on board. Him and Will are just there. Oh, no, there's nymphs in the lake. True. He would just have too much power though. Yeah, he would. He would. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> see that's when he'd be like, everybody wants to be on my team. Why guys? I'm so popular. Oh my god. Yeah, he'd be like, Percy, you have the biggest advantage. Not only are you the most powerful demigod in the century. Yeah. You're a water demigod. But then it's also like, when do you have time to build these terrains? Because it's taking Leo this long to build the Argos. Well, if you said they're just canoes, they just deck out their canoes. No, it's like extreme canoes. A canoe is not a terrain. A canoe is not a giant warship. Sure, but they're still kids and they're doing it oh, in the lake. Oh, true, it is a summer camp. Maybe it's like build your own, you know, like build your own raft. Yeah. How we had to build our own rafts at our camps. <laughs> but theirs would like, be good. Ours were like made out of like milk cartons and like. Yeah, I would love it if they added that. That's so chip good. chip packets that are like still full of air. To think. They goon use... bags? Oh my god, oh, if you strap goon, goon bags goon together, bags. they float. <laughs> Somebody tried to float down the Brisbane River on a giant goon bag. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Well, it was on the news. a skunk killer. No, it was for a radio show. Oh, but that's so good, though, because it used to just be Capture the Flag, which they played once a month or something yeah. stupid like that. And it was like all they did was climb the same rock wall and do the same thing. And I like to think, you know, in the second movie when they go up that big, yeah, whatever it was called. Obstacle course. The standing Yeah, the obstacle, obstacle tower. I'm going to yeah. call it. Hey, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are, there's like the obstacle tower. I like to think they got bored and they built that because they were like, we need new challenges. I'm bored. Now they have the chariot race. That's fun on land. In yeah. water, let's go. The canoes fight each other. Yeah. Rafts. <laughs> Extreme <Yeah>. rafting. <laughs> they also have sword fighting. And, oh, and they have a crafts table. Don't forget. <laughs> Extreme crafting, extreme crafting. I would be all over that. They had the labyrinth guy in there for a while, but that was only for a season, a summer. 
I, I'd like to think that Quintus was like bringing in all of the like, extreme he was, monsters. He was like, "You guys have gone soft." He Let's was jacking out that forest. Yeah. He was like, "Guys, I'm preparing you." <laughs> and all of those animals are still in there. Yeah, he running to sometimes he just, to catch the flag. He just dipped. He, he really, like, really, really did. Fuck. Well, he, well, he died. Joe. I don't know if you knew. He dipped, but he <laughs> died. He gone. <laughs> he died. Ah! I just stabbed myself with my own nail. <laughs> oh my god. Anywho. Yeah, but then, and like later on, I especially like when we get to Charles of Apollo, they get another game as well, courtesy of the eight-year-old sociopath from the Hephaestus. Slay! Love that! He's <laughs> just convinced that he needs to chop everybody's arms off. Sociopath. <laughs> Why is he in charge of game time? That's so funny, though. <laughs> That's so... It's like, yeah, it's like Annabeth. Just let them be in charge. <laughs> but then it's, everyone's like... Uh, you're like, <laughs> you know, for my own safety. I, I like, don't want to play. It's easier than fighting him. Just knock him out when he gets too harsh. He'd be like, we've got the sleeping gas. Just let him run into it. <laughs> and he's out. And he is out. <laughs> and he is out. <laughs> but I like to think that if the, if the raft thing... Uh, maybe it was Percy's idea. And then they were like... Per- and then Percy played a couple rounds. He won every single one of them. They banned him and were like, you can't play... You can make the waves. Yeah. You can be in charge of like... Oh my God. Look at everybody. Look at Wet and Wild and they have the like the wave. Yeah. Pool. That's what he can Percy's be in charge. the wave. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's the wave machine. He can, created he can be the wave machine. He can be the ref. He can be the um, rescuer. What's it called? Medic. Yeah, he A lifeguard. <laughs> a rescuer. Yeah, a medic. A fucking lifeguard. They're in water, Sorry, work at a pool. He can be a lifeguard. He can be in charge of all that. He can just be in charge. Fuck Chiron. He can fuck off. <laughs> he's useless anyway. <laughs> so can he also swim? Yeah, probably. So they can swim. He's useless. But not very quick. Can they swim without touching the bottom? <laughs> wait, can, wait, can horses swim without touching the bottom? Or is he literally Joe's miming doing freestyle? Is he, is he literally going to have to like sink so much that his upper body is dragging his entire horse ass through the water? Is that the only way he can swim? Stop snorting! I'm asking serious questions. Can you imagine? Like half of his job is just saving Chiron. They build a canoe with leg holes. <laughs> Like a Flintstone scar. <laughs> it's a Chiron canoe. A Chiron canoe. <laughs> so he can be the he can be the referee in the water. <laughs> he's, he's got a mic. He's got a microphone. It's a flag. Just imagining him with a newspaper parrot hat. <laughs> Oh, I would just like to imagine that, like, oh, if he capsized, if Chiron capsized, no, if Chiron oh, capsized his canoe, that half of Percy's job would just be rescuing. That'd <laughs> be like pushing him back upright. Oh, Arnold! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck! So funny. <laughs> Fucking Legos. Oh, God. They'd have to make it special so they wouldn't sink by the leg holes that they made. Can somebody please draw me Chiron in a canoe like it's a Flintstones car? Please. I need it now. That is so funny. It's fucking... Oh, God. So Why are all the best jokes at Chiron's expense? Because he's fucking useless. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is making fun of him. Fuck you, oh, Rick. Man. That's so funny. <laughs> You know what? He's like, he's like, upper body can sit right at the front of the ship, like it's the, like it's the masthead. Like he's wearing a skirt, but he's like there. I'm also he's got imagining the t- your telescope walking. and the hat on. I'm imagining how oh, he gets man. in though, is that he just walks into the <laughs> leg until he has to start swimming. And I'm imagining it like as he walks, his butt makes it shake <laughs> like a big, like oh. a big skirt. Fuck. <laughs> Hold up. Drag the wall. Shake it like you shut up my girl ass, father. Gasp it up. Oh my god. Oh fuck, that's so funny. Fucking <laughs> hilarious. Oh my god. Yes, okay, so then, yeah, Tureen fighting, that's apparently a thing, and Leo's missing out on it, right? Suck bin. Yeah. But so now he's you like, oh my god, guys. He's like, we get to play a game now, or I get to play a game now, and the game is, help me not blow up the camp. Mm. So they run into the woods, obviously, to find... Yet an hour. Plenty of time. Heaps of time. He could have done it on his own. Check this whole You know what, kids? You just need to reset your brain and take a nap. Jesus Christ. He has ADHD. 
Well, take some sleep syrup. <laughs> he needs to put, like, an air tag on Buford, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. And he needs to put his syncopators elsewhere. Honestly, a tracking device. Why did he not think of that? On a table with legs that he puts important things in. <laughs> Just put something that, you know, has a tracker on it in his drawers and never remove it. So, therefore, you're not actually putting it on Buford and you won't hurt his feelings. On who? Buffett. His name is Buffett. <laughs> I refuse. It's Buffett. That's how I read it. Buffett. Buffett the table. Buffett the table. Oh my god. Anyway, so then when they get into the the into the woods, into the forest, they're following the tracks of Buffett's, <laughs> and then Buffett goes through a, a like a stream. So obviously you can't track anything through a stream because he's a smart table. He's very good. <laughs> he's like nobody follow me. I'm he's smart and pissed off. Yeah, honestly, he's like <laughs> I will come back when I'm ready. <laughs> he's having a moment. Okay, and so they like try to follow him. They're like smelling him out or something, sniffing him out. They're like following his scent or something because they can't follow his tracks anymore. Oh fuck! And then they come across these this group of like girls, group of teenage girls, and then a dracon bursts out of nowhere, and these girls just absolutely like demolish this dracon, <laughs> and they're all like, "Oh, maybe we won't go talk to them. <laughs> like, maybe they're a bit maybe we're going to ask them the directions." <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'd just give us a little refresher on what a dracon is. Okay. It's basically a dragon. It's cute as, but like sometimes they have wings, sometimes they don't. They're just it's like rainbow. a really big serpent. Is this one rainbow? Are they all rainbow? No. Are they like multicolored? Mm, a multicolored rainbow. Okay. Anyway, so it's a giant monster-like <laughs> serpent creature that are several millennia older than dragons. Um, they're basically like just a really big snake. Anyway, so I just imagine a Chinese dragon when I think of a dragon. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, they're like mostly associated with having like a poisonous spit or breath that's like fiery or that kind of thing. Um, but there's also like because there's so many different kinds of dracons that they come across in Greek myths, they're not always the same. Like some of them have wings, some of them have like rows of rows of rows of sharp teeth, mm-hmm. some of them have multiple heads or regrowing heads like the hydra that you can only beat if you like cauterize the stumps yeah. um some of them hoard treasure some of them protect stuff some of them like some of them just chilling <laughs> pretty much yeah um some of them have teeth that can be planted and then made into warriors some of them Sick. can some of them are big enough to eat elephants some of them oh. are like 60 feet tall some of them walk by standing on their tails and like shuffling <laughs> upright <laughs> love that that's so cute yeah so they're all they're all like different right but so the, they're basically wiggle to walk <laughs> yeah pretty much like mushu <laughs> like a giant mushu just uh, not on you just yeah. not on you cow yeah but so the the group of girls that destroy the dracon are called maenads right mm-hmm. they're also sometimes called bacchanides depending on whether you're following greek or roman mythology anyway <coughs> same same guys different names <laughs> Yeah, and so Rick goes into it a little bit as to, like, who they are in the story, but mostly they're a group of just, like, crazy devoted women who are, like, obsessed with Dionysus, and depending on his mood, he either loves them or hates them, but <laughs> if you disrespect them, you disrespect him, so... There's, Putting them in a cage works. Yeah, and there's not really any... Like, if a man comes across them, you, you're dead. Instant, like, that's just... There's no surviving <gasps> no if you're a man. allowed. If you're a woman, it's you can either be a willing participant or an unwilling participant, but you're going to be a participant. Slow. So... Not so much. Yeah. So, they basically... Their, ma- their name means either mad or demented. That's what... So, they're just, like, a group of mad, demented female followers of 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 revelers yeah yeah uh so they roamed the mountains and forests performing frenzied ecstatic dances and were believed to be possessed by dionysus uh and under his influence they were supposed to have unusual strength including the ability to tear animals or people to pieces so they're usually depicted as holding a thyrsus and a thyrsus is a, a long staff that's wrapped in ivory or vine leaves and tipped with a pine cone. And they were usually, they usually had ivy wreaths around their head or their hair, or they would wear a bull helmet in honor of Dionysus. And they would often handle or wear, uh, serpents or snakes like coiled up and like mm. best friends basically. Yeah. Yeah. And they wear long robes and either deer skin cloaks or fox skin cloaks, uh, and headbands and earrings. Like they're just very like, you know, hippie. cottage core hippie vibes. You know, a little Love bit itchy, a little bit like just deranged. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, there are a couple of mentions of them in different plays. I think the most 
One of the most famous ones is in Euripides' uh, play, which is called The Bacchae, which is literally about them. Um, and so the whole Sorry. story is that uh, in Thebes, the Maenads murder the king after he bans the worship of Dionysus. So <laughs> King Pentheus, who was Dionysus' cousin, Whoa. and he was like, you shouldn't believe in my cousin. And you shouldn't worship him. You should be worshiping me because like, I'm the king. But he gives us one. <laughs> and he's a god. Um, yeah, basically he was like, you shouldn't worship any- him anymore. And Dionysus found out. So then he lured King Pentheus into the woods and the Maenads just teared him apart. And then his corpse was taken back to the kingdom and was then mutilated by his own mother, oh. Agave. She tore off his head because she believed him to be a lion. So she killed a lion, but it was actually her son. Um, Oh. Yeah. There's another really famous um, bit about the Maenads killing uh, Orpheus as well, because he refused to entertain them after he failed to bring uh, his wife back from the underworld. Oh. Yeah, because he was still mourning his dead wife. Yeah. Or maybe it's... Oh, no, it's not before he went to the underworld, because he's dead. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so there's, like, a bunch of other instances of Dionysus like causing women to become insane and kill their children as a sacrifice to him and um all of that kind of thing okay dad cut that out (laughs) yeah and like killed uh like if people refused to believe in him he would punish them by driving them mad and then kill the infants who were literally like breastfeeding oh my god um Dad. Yeah, and then he would like he would sometimes turn them into bats and that kind of thing. Oh, he's fucking insane. Yeah, dad's but so <laughs> basically, the the personalities of these women of these maenads were bred from the uh, belief that as a child, Dionysus was basically a sociopath, and he was he it was just like a very benevolent and violent like child, well, and he tracks. delighted in tearing kids to pieces and bringing them back to life again. So oh my he was God. characterized as the raging one and the mad one, um, which is where Maynards get their names. And yeah, he basically was just like happy to torture people as like a form of like trying to understand how can I put this back together? And it just eventually like drove him a little bit nutty. And then that's where like you the Maynards thing giving? come from. That's giving um, games, Game of Thrones. Mm. What's his name? Do you mean Joffrey or do you mean... Um, Not Joffrey, the other guy. Well, Joffrey. <sighs> be, 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 be. Baron, no. The one who took over... Um, Theon. Well, it's not Theon. No, no, like the one who took over Theon. What is his name? It starts with a B. Does it? Doesn't it? I'm going to look it up. No, I'm thinking Battle of the Bastards because that's the battle that they're in. Yeah, but Battle of the Bastards guy. His last name starts with R. Remley? No. Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey. His first name starts with R. See, R B B. That's what I was thinking of. I had it right. Ramsey, Ramsey Bolton. Bolton. That's what it's giving. Yeah, it is giving. Great, Bolton. my dad's Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> Fuck me. Like, <maybe>. He's hot. <laughs> He is hot. It's really annoying. <laughs> Hang on, that's my dad! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like I said before, you can either be willing or unwilling. And so often, the unwilling um, people to join the revel were called resistors. And that's a term that's used in this story quite a lot. <laughs> where the girl's like, are you resisting the party? Are you resisting us? Are you not coming because you're resisting us? You're resistors. And they just keep going on and on and on about it. And you're like, Jesus. Yeah. And so basically... People or women who resisted the worship of Dionysus were then driven mad by him and the women uh, and forced against their will to participate in horrific rites. So people who doubted the Maenads or who doubted uh, I say Hephaestus, Dionysus had to leave their homes to live in the wilds of nearby mountains uh, and then if they were like spied on by anyone, they had to tear them limb from limb. They had to sacrifice things and people and children to Dionysus basically like their minds were taken over and like tortured from the inside out I'm painting a really good picture aren't I yeah don't you want to be a Maynard <laughs> totally yeah um yeah and so then as punishment for their resistance they become mad they choose a child of one of the women in the group uh tear it to pieces and then 
basically like send it in a brazier off to Dionysus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And so the ones who the ones who didn't resist were the ones who like became possessed by his uh ness. I feel like you I feel I feel like these were a waste. Like this was a waste of a story. These are such interesting villains. Yeah. That they could have been utilised in an actual book and not a short story that nobody knows about. But they don't fit with the persona that Rick has given Mr. D. True. That's what they don't fit with. Okay. Because then Chiron is like, no, no, these stupid, crazy girls come around every year. Which, by the way, they come around every year around this same time. Why do you not have security looking for them right now? Literally. You're just letting them wander the woods. It should be on... Argus's calendar. It should be. It should be. This is the day that I hate my life. Maybe he's like, well, we got to up security because those bitches are coming back. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Or fucking up security anyway. Yeah. Just like for so many reasons. Okay, to be fair, he was embarrassed and sad. <laughs> he was like, I didn't mean to. I tried my hardest. And you're yeah, like, he's good. like, I am one person. Yeah. Harpies do jack shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I know about about the main ads just crazy 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 girls yeah and in this story they're said to be like teenagers but they weren't in like they could be any anyone yeah it's like the adverse or not really the adverse to the hunters because the hunters are like still kind of mm, can be a little bit mm, (laughs) because artemis herself is a little bit mm. (laughs) watch me get smoked later um a bit insane yeah oh yeah god that's two really negative stories about my dad that have come out (laughs) what's the second one the artemis one oh that's right I forgot about that one. Wait, was it Artemis? Well, it was her fault. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. It what was, story was it that? was Chicky's fault. The Roman. Oh, Chiki. that's right. Aura. Or yeah, it was yeah. it was it was a collective fault, but it was also but it was also like I would like to believe that he wouldn't actually do that. He was struck with an arrow and maybe he showed like maybe he was like, Yeah, she's pretty, but I won't go near her because she's fucking crazy. And then he got <laughs> struck with the insane arrow and was like well, I'm crazy now. <laughs> and, of course, he's already suppressing his crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> yeah. No, but do you know, all I could think of... Story. All I could think of about these girls when I was reading this book is, like, they don't all look the same, obviously, but they're all, like, dressed the same. They're all, like, moving in kind of a, like, stealthy silence way that's really creepy. All I could think of was Monsters University 2... The, for the sorority of all the other girls. <laughs> We're going to rip you to pieces. <laughs> no, girls. That's all I could think of the whole time. It was just a group of them. And I was like, that was terrifying. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. Because they're dressed like in Barbie pink. Yeah. And I'm like, there is like something Donuts You should watch that like. movie. It's so good. <laughs> Love that movie. It's so funny. <laughs> just going to be here listening to my tunes. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. But that's all I could think of the whole time. And so then, obviously... Like, they send Jason off to go find the, the yeah, table while the girls are like, oh, you were saying... Well, first of all, Leo tries to pass off himself as Dionysus, which really? is just crazy. It would never happen. Boy. The fact that they were, like, kind of agreeing. Like, I will shave you. <laughs> <laughs> I will shave you. It's just, like, so many things wrong with Leo's logic there. And then Piper was not helping. But then they lured them back to the bunker... The bunker, which I forgot to point out before, but Leo said that he hadn't explored most of the bunker because when you get too far down into, like, the aisles of crap, it starts to turn into, like, labyrinth-type <gasps> aisles. And I was like, is it a part of the labyrinth? Ooh. That's kind of sick, if it is. Is it actually one of What's-His-Face's workshops? It, it could be. What's his name? Daedalus. Daedalus. Just like an outpost of a workshop. Because, like, what? It's pretty cool. Like, well, they haven't really it. explained how to open the door except no. for, like, putting a fire hand up to it. And also... There could be a theta symbol there somewhere also, that Leo's just touching. Also, what they talked about was is that there was um, so many books and books and books of architecture and there was uh, books of designs and structures and things that had, like, had never been made before. It'd be like, oh, that go back centuries. And yeah. it was like, well... Who made it and who put all that stuff in there? Because surely, surely. As we know, the demigods have no money. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Daedalus is just, got, he's just dripping <laughs> in cash and extravagance. Yeah. Yeah. No, that actually could, that's so sick. That could be yeah. an accidental entrance. Yeah. 
But so they, like, lead them back, and Piper is, like, trying to get them to do stuff while Leo is, you know, running around trying to set a trap or whatever. <gasps> Does that mean Festus might have been Daedalus's dragon? That's pretty cool. That's cute. No, wasn't he made by the Hephaestus cabin? No, because he, well, he was centuries old. That's all I know. Like, he was a few years. He's, like, a century old, at least. Yeah, but wasn't he made by the Hephaestus cabin? It was never confirmed. He was. It, all we know is that he was made in that bunker, but it could have been by anybody. Could have been by Daedalus. Could have been Daedalus pretending to be a versus kid. And was like, I'm part of the camp. Let's build stuff. No, he would have pretended to be an Athena kid, like he did when he was Quintus. Yeah. Because in Rick's version, he is a son of Athena. Yeah. Or a nephew of Athena? Something like that. A descendant of Athena. He's in there. Yeah. Gotta get in there. But yeah. He's his lad. <laughs> He's a lad. <laughs> yeah, but so... um. As they're in there and Piper's, like, telling the girls to, like, do stuff, she's trying to distract them. She makes them swing dance at one point, which I think is really funny. That is really funny. It just made me think of Pop It Like It Pumpkin Time. Really? It made me think of the scene in Shrek 4 where the Piper <laughs> makes, all <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah, <where laughs> makes all the ogres dance. That's what it sounds. That's so funny. And just show like, them how to do it now. I don't know if any of you guys have listened to Camp, to Camp Half Pod, but they basically compared all of Heroes of the like all of the original Percy Jackson series. They compared to SpongeBob, like it was all just a big episode of SpongeBob. Uh, the Heroes of Olympus series they compared to Shrek, like it was slow. just it was very much just every like a lot of beats were like much like Shrek. Slow. And so I was, it was kind of all I could think about. It. I was like, oh, this is very it's giving. I can't control myself. <laughs> Cookie! Cookie's bringing the heat! Oh! <laughs> Such a good Side baby. note, Joe can now cosplay as Shrek, and I'm extremely <laughs> She has a Shrek costume. You are not allowed to post that photo anywhere. Why? It's funny! No! She also has a very good Shaggy um, cosplay. It was an accident. I, know, I just stumbled across it. It was a fantastic, was... happy accident, Joe. And I like, put it on, and I was like, oh my god, I look like Shaggy. And I walked down to Kate and said, Kate, which character, cartoon character am I dressed as? She said Shrek, and I went, no, no, Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, but then you put on a white jacket, and you wear Shrek. Yeah, then you said, put on your white jacket and your brown belt, and then I was Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> and it was amazing, Joe. I don't think you understand how much dopamine it gave me. Like, I literally was, like, sitting in my chair, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, got a carrot dress, look at Shaggy and Shrek outfits. Now That's we have great. somebody to wear the Shrek rave. <laughs> we? What is this we business? You have something to wear. I don't. Okay, well, we'll find I'll have you to buy a fucking donkey onesie. I was going to say, we'll find you a donkey outfit. Or you could be Fiona. No. <laughs> Why not? I would rather be Gingy. Okay, well, we'll get you All some gum. That means I can just wear it. <laughs> we'll get you some gumdrop buttons. Now my gumdrop buttons. You uh, don't want to be Pinocchio? <laughs> I really <laughs> He's wearing a thong! Fucking love that movie. Fucking love that movie. (laughs) So, she's making him swing dance. It's a whole thing. Leo's setting up this elaborate trap that eventually traps the girls, and it's this big golden net. And then Mm. he is talking about, and I think it's because Piper and Leo are the ones in there trapping them. Yeah. He's talking about having it's Hephaestus wire or something. Haven't you ever heard of like Netting, you yeah. know the the story behind the Hephaestus <laughs> net? And I'm pretty we sure have. that we've told the story on here before. Yes, but basically in the first book, yeah. Basically, what happened yeah, was that was two hundred no, not two hundred. It was a hundred and something or other episodes. It was ago. like sixty. Yeah, oh no, one hundred and twenty episodes ago. Yeah, um, yeah. So even though Aphrodite was married to Hephaestus, she was having an affair with Ares. What? So Ares put a young soldier by their door, whose name was Electrion, uh, to warn them of Helios's arrival because he suspected that Helios would tell Hephaestus of Aphrodite's infidelity if they were discovered. But then Electrion fell asleep on guard duty. Um, Yeah, and so Helios discovered the two of them and told Hephaestus. And then Ares got really, really rageful and turned Electrion into a rooster because (laughs) now roosters signal the morning because he's doing his job now. Yeah. He's like, you know, alerting people. Okay, it's a sad reason, but that's kind of cute. <laughs> so then, yes, obviously Hephaestus has discovered oh, Aphrodite's like affair. fucking cock? <laughs> and so then he plans to trap Ares and Aphrodite uh, by in in his own bed, which that's just, yeah. Anyway, so he ensnares them in an unbreakable chain 
link net that's so small um it's almost invisible he like positions it above the bed and then literally like, drops it on them when they're naked with weights yeah yeah and, and then he like... drags the net with them inside of it their two naked bodies to olympus and just like dumps it on the floor and refuses to let them out of the net until he demands that zeus pay back the bride price oh. for like pay the dowry for um aphrodite or pay him another dowry for aphrodite because like, apparently in this myth, Aphrodite is Zeus's daughter, which is not the case in Rick's thing, because we explained that during... So it's just not the case. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he demands that Zeus pay this price, and Zeus doesn't really answer, so Poseidon offers to pay the price, so Zeus never has to, and then he releases uh, Ares and Aphrodite, and then... After that, it's assumed that, yeah, Zeus didn't pay Hephaestus for anything, he kind of let them go for free, because... Poseidon also didn't really give him any money. He just kind of said he would. Um, I think the main thing was that Versus was like, he's fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Literally, um, they're fucking and they're morons. Yeah, and then he kind of demanded a divorce from Aphrodite, but then she, like, simply charmed her way back into her husband's good graces, and they stayed married. The actual fuck. Yeah. So, what yeah, that's hell? that's what that story is. Um, yeah, so they trapped them in the net, and then, yeah. they And now they just have an open relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I am And then Jason work. brings... Buffered back and they fix the the thing and then all the Hephaestus kids come and they're like, oh my god, Leo, you're a genius. This is so smart that you've done this, this, oh. this. And I'm like, you don't know how close you just came to being dead. Also, it always it like annoys me. We're talking about how I didn't think it would follow through to the short stories, but what is with the falling asleep? Stop falling asleep to change scenarios. Yeah. Wait, when do they fall asleep? Leo passes out after he after he just after he finishes installing the generator. Oh, right. It's just from, like, stress. <laughs> yeah. He passes out, and it's like, <gasps> he could have just walked it off. <laughs> walked it off or gone and shit his pants or thrown up or something. <laughs> Stop making him pass out. It's pissing me off. <laughs> Find a new avenue. A new avenue? Avenue. Yeah. And that's pretty much, pretty much the end of the story. I'm going to stay the night. Why? Because we're boyfriend and girlfriend. To do, do what? what? I'm actually not sure. I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Can't wait for that movie. <laughs> Did you? Did I send it to you? The one that it was like um, Hazel and Frank talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Why is that a bad thing? Yeah, oh, so cute, so funny, so good, and that's pretty much all that I have to say about this short story. Yeah, I like Maynard. Turned into I think, a regular. Episode. I think the Maynards are just like women be doing crimes, and we support it. Mm, except against other women, I don't like that. No. I don't like the eating the children. Be doing crimes. I like that. About time we had some feminine rage. Yeah, that's true. I tell you what, and you can just say a god's possessing you. That yeah. what a scapegoat. We could. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't see a downside actually. <laughs> well, I find it really funny though because when um, we talk about men's rage all the time, and it's like, oh god, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like oh, that sucks. It's something predictable. Women's rage is unhinged. It is unhinged. It's, it's like, amazing. Women's rage is next level. There's yeah, a reason. The reason. Yeah, There's a, a reason we're so calm. There is a reason we're so calm most yeah. of the time because we're not. Because it's when amazing. we're not. Shit gets real. It does get real. <laughs> it does get real. So yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else, Joe? No. Amazing. Okay. So next week we're reading chapters uh, one to four of <laughs> The Son of Neptune. It's very mm-hmm. exciting. We're getting into my favorite character again. Thank the gods. Woo! Yes. One to four of the beautiful, beautiful. Percy, Percy, Jesse, Lucy, Chessie, Percy, Jackie, Percy, Percy, Percy. So fucking good. I'm so excited. He's coming back. And guys, we're slowing it down again because we don't need to rush through this. We don't. We need to savor it. So we're going to savor it. We need to savor it because Son of Neptune is a great book. It's a great book. In my opinion. It's a really strong book. It's much better than the fucking shit we just read. Yeah. I know there are a lot of people who don't like Son of Neptune and I'm like, that's fine. I love it. I like it. So, you know. Yeah. Pretty excited. Out of all of the um, heroes of Olympus, it's second. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously House of Hades is the best one. Yeah. 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 And so. It's um, second and then Mark. Oh, actually, it and Mark of Athena are on the same level. And then it's Blood of Olympus. And then it's Lost Hero. Lost Hero. Fuck. I hate that book. It's <laughs> Yeah. So, um. 
yeah, if you guys are ever, like, you, you have an opportunity, if you want to, where we've got some guests lined up for some of our episodes in the rest of our Heroes series. I know you won't hear this until we've already recorded a couple more, but, but if you would like to join us, you can, actually. Just contact we us. have a little, yeah, well, there's that too, but we have a little, um, like, we have a little Google form in our link tree that's in our description where you can sign up to volunteer for a specific part of any of the books, rest of the books that you want to talk about. If you want to reserve a spot for Trials of Olympus, Trials of Olympus, Trials of Apollo when we eventually get there, go go for gold. Go right um, in. I have no idea what you're going to be talking about, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. Right. We can, we can fool Joe together. As long as you have a good poker voice, as one of our other listeners coined it, then you're good to go. <laughs> oh, um, I cannot wait to play the predictions game, Joe. Ugh. Because we can call it something else because he's got a prophecy and I love it so much. <laughs> one of the kids at work too, by the way, has started calling one of the squirty fishes the fish of prophecy and I don't know why. And I love it so much. <laughs> Is like, it the purple one? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the fish of prophecy. I'm like, oh, okay. You can be like, yes, yes it is. Yeah, and then right. he follows wherever I squirt the fish. So he just goes after it. That's the cutest. Yeah. Anyway, so if you want to join us for any of your favourite topics or episodes if you have anything specific you want to say if you just want to hang out come come on come I was going to say if you request. literally just want to um, hear a slash see it'll probably be a video conference anyway conference <laughs> <laughs> if you just want to be a part of the craziness that is these recordings yeah go ahead Joe and I are you're welcome to Joe and I are swallowing down our social anxiety just to hang out with you guys so honestly come with us. it's, it's a I, well I just need to work on not tamping myself down when we have a guest because I do get nervous yeah <laughs> I'm like, I know <laughs> <laughs> anyways so come back next week reading chapters one to four we might we may or may not have a guest Slay. Slay. Yeah. Okay. If you want to send us an email like Margot and Danica and Amelia, then you can find us at gamesnackbypod.com. And if you want to uh, follow us on the Instagrams or the Twitters, then we are at gamesnackbypod. And if you want to find us on the TikTok, then we are katie.gamesnackbypod. Joe, where can they find all of our personals? Well, guys, it is, <laughs> spoiler, linked below. Shocker. Is anyone surprised? Shocker. <laughs> Where it is. Go yeah. down there. Links below. On. Come and stalk us. We love you so much. We'll see you next week. Chapters 1 to 4. Sign up Neptune. Get Wait. around it. Oh my god, yes. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.